What is going on guys? It's your boy Scrub here back again with another video. Hope you guys are having a great day. I know I am. And today I've got an absolute banger for Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's you did it. You stumped this charming devil you guys uh, it's a story that I kind of forgot about until my mom reminded me of it about this kid I knew in like second grade whose parents were nuts and thought that video games were literally made by Satan yeah that's right he's sitting down there in that burning inferno and was like man I really want to play some Fortnite either way I thought you guys would enjoy it so that's what we're gonna be talking about today before we get into it press the like button or no joke no scam you will be hacked by a very dangerous group of bronies yeah that's right you don't want that to happen so press the like button Button. Here is yesterday's comment of the day and uh, without further ado, let's hop into it Alright, so like I said, this is a story time from when I was younger and my friend had absolutely psycho parents And it's one of those things where like you don't realize it at the time when you're eight You don't really pick up too much on the world around you So at the time I was like wow his parents are kind of weird But in retrospect, it's like they were just straight-up psycho for example the only time I ever went to his house This is this is really weird like I have no clue unless someone's a werewolf or something they had locks on the outside of their interior doors like you know the interior doors in the house that open outward there was something that could prevent that from being opened and listen I'm not saying that's guaranteed to be something weird but why are you locking people in their rooms inside the house like I said the only logical explanation one of you is a werewolf it's the full moon you got to make sure he can't escape but like that type of level of psycho parent where you're just not really sure what's going on, the entire situation's just mad uncomfortable. But regardless, the person, the friend that I had, I'm gonna name him Brent for the purpose of this story, and Brent was not psycho. Brent was actually one of the coolest dudes I've ever met, and to this day, one of the funniest people I've ever talked to. It was a long time ago, but I remember every time I would like hang out with this dude or, or go to recess with the dude, I would be crying laughing like the entire time. Dude was just a natural at making people laugh. And so, because we were just really good friends, we would hang out all the time, we would talk about video games, we both liked Sly Cooper, because that was my game at the time. Shout out to the logo on the channel, you know, but like, we would just talk about PS2 games, make jokes, goof off, it was a great time. He was like my best friend in that class. And so one day, he's like, hey, do you want to come over? And of course I was like, you know what, Brent? We've been boys. We've been boys for a while. It's time we be boys outside of school, too. Let's hang out, pal. Like, I, I know, you know that, like, weird transition the first time you hang out with somebody outside of school, outside of work? You're like, okay, we're real friends now. Like, this isn't just, like, a, a school friend type of thing. So his parents, like, gave an invite for me to give to my parents, inviting us all over for dinner, because I guess I was one of Brent's, like, best friends at school. And so my parents say yes. And we're good to go. We're gonna go hang out, you know, a, a little play date for lack of a better word. And when my mom says yes, I'm hyped because at the time my mom didn't say yes to a ton. Like my, my parents both work really hard, so they don't have a ton of free time to be like going and hanging out and taking me places and whatnot. So when my mom said yes, like we can go hang out, I was hyped, dude. It felt like my first Fortnite victory royale. I'm like doing the floss in the kitchen. Yo, let's go, huge W. In the entire week before I went to hang out at Brent's, he's hyping up his house, telling me how sick it is. Apparently, this dude has has a water slide. When he tells me he has a water slide, I'm like, hold on, hold on, pause, pause, pause. 
has. You have a water slide, bro? This might be the coolest thing I've ever heard. I know a lot of you who grew up in like really cold climates where it snows a lot and stuff are like, oh, water slide, that's only fun for like two months out of the year. Yeah, well, it would still be fun. Two, it's a water slide. B, or C, I guess, not two. I went from numbers to letters. That was confusing. I lived in Las Vegas. It's just hot there, like a lot. So if someone's got a sick pool and like a sick water slide, that's dope. And that has nothing to do with why I was his friend. You know, I didn't even really know that at the time. He's telling me all this because, like, I'm about to go over to his house. But I'm getting more and more excited to hang out there, dude. I'm imagining this sick house with a dope pool. He's, he's mentioned he has an arcade before. Like, he's got a water slide. This is sick. And it didn't matter what his house was like. That had nothing to do with it. It just so happened that he was hyping it up. I wasn't going up to him and being like, hey, man, what's your house like? I want to make sure it's dope enough for me to go hang out there. Like, that was never at all my intention. He's just telling me all this because, like, I, I don't know, sometimes you like to hype stuff up to people, obviously. Like, oh man, it's gonna be such a great time. Like, that was kind of the vibe. So, all of a sudden, though, the day before I'm supposed to go over there, his entire demeanor changes. It goes from, like, super excited, super hype, bro, you gotta see my water slide, it's the coolest thing ever, to just almost depression. Like, I, I don't know how else to explain it. He's acting mad weird, he's not being funny, and he's like, hey, my parents are a little weird, you don't have to come. And I'm like, all right, man, well, your parents can't be that weird. Like, you're a cool guy, they can't be that much different than you, and like, if you really don't want me to come over, I won't, but you know, it, it'll be fun. Like, where you have a water slide. And he reluctantly is like, okay, but you can't be mad at me if my parents are weird. And at the time, you know, at eight years old, you're like, okay, man, I don't know what that even means. How would your parents be weird. In my mind, every parent is just a parent. I didn't even think about them as like people at that point. When you're eight years old, I feel like your mom and dad are just like your mom and dad. I hadn't done all the math and been like, oh, they're just like me, but older. Anyways, the day comes, my parents and I hop in the car, drive to his house, and before we even go in and start interacting with his family, there's this sign in the yard. And the sign is a little concerning. I thought it was a joke at first. The sound of joy is not permitted on the premise. Like, that's what the sign said. Word for word. And even my dad thought it was a joke. He pointed it out and was like, oh, that's a funny yard sign. Everyone thought it was a meme because why would you put a sign in your front yard being like, no fun allowed? It's just kind of a weird thing to put the sign for. You know, I'm used to people putting signs in their yard about like who to vote for, their security company. Never seen one that's like, no fun allowed or we will beat you with a tube sock. Like, I've never seen that before. So whatever, assuming it's not serious, we still go up and we knock on the door. And the second the door opens, it's like whoever's on the other side is an energy vampire. I can almost feel the like fun and excitement being drained from my body like a lifesteal move from a video game. And uh, his dad is standing there and I can only describe his dad as looking like the most... Imagine someone that likes watching C-SPAN. That's a good way to describe what he looks like. For those of you that don't know what C-SPAN is, it's live footage of Congress talking about stuff for hours. And, and it's broadcasted, and it's important. But if, like, that's your favorite show, you're probably a pretty boring person. And this guy just looked like he loved C-SPAN. He probably had a foam finger with, like, a senator's name on it. Like, just, just super hyped about really boring stuff. And he looks at us and he's like, salutations, please enter, but remember that this is a calm home. And I walk in and I don't really know what to expect when somebody's like, this is a calm home, please keep it chill. But calm was not the right word. It was more unsettling and like scary. There's no decorations in the house at all. They all live there and there is not a single decoration. And I'm not even talking about like a, a placemat or a flower or whatever. Like who cares? You don't need a decorative vase, right? There's no pictures. There's no decorations. There's not a lot of furniture. There's literally a couch, a kitchen table, and there is nothing else in this home. 
and I've never seen a house like this. I'm confused as can be. My parents are as confused as can be. It's not every day you walk into a house that's like, no joy allowed, and there's no furniture or anything. And so his dad must have picked up on, like, my family's confusion, because he starts to explain that, you know, they just don't really feel like joy is a great thing in life, so they've gotten rid of all these possessions to make sure that they can't feel it anymore. And my family is like, all right, well, okay, that, that's a little different. But as we're talking to his dad, Brent comes down the stairs. And so I'm like, Brent, bro, let's go hang out. Blah, 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 let's talk about video games. And so we go hang out and we're just like uh, talking about life and video games and just making jokes. Like whatever you do when you hang out with your friends, it's, it's nothing insane. And we start like trying to hang out. And I'm really confused because Brent is just not vibing. It's like sometimes he'll have fun. But the second he starts having fun, he stops and starts like looking over his shoulder to make sure no one's watching him have fun, which, which is weird. If you've never seen someone do that, it's not obvious that they're doing it until you're like watching them do it. And you're like, what, what are you doing? Why every time that you start to laugh, do you look like you're just terrified? So eventually I ask him, what's up? I'm like, dude, what is going on? You're acting like you're on the silent library TV show. Like, what's the deal? And he says, that he's not allowed to be funny around his parents and I'm like all right well why not and he starts to explain that his parents just don't like things that like cause laughter or fun which has got to be a depressing way to live life and I'm a little confused because there's no tv no video games anywhere so I ask him like dude you talk about video games all the time like what's the deal with that like what's going on and apparently he had a neighbor whose house he would go over to and he's like, oh, I play video games there. That's how I learned everything about it. But I can't tell my parents because they found out I was playing video games one time and I was grounded for like two months. And that sounds awful. That, that just sounds terrible. So I'm kind of like, man, that sucks. And then I start thinking, I'm like, all right, well, not in a bad way, but like, you mentioned you have a water slide. Like, what's the deal with that? If your parents hate joy, like if they hate fun, then what's the deal with the water slide? And he walks over and he opens the blind and sure enough, there's a pool in their backyard and there is a water slide connected to the pool. But that's even more confusing to me because it's like, okay, no joy allowed. We're drawing the line. We get one couch, we get one coffee table, we get one kitchen table, nothing else. No pictures, our son's not allowed to have fun. The sound of laughter we're basically allergic to. It's the most disgusting thing we've ever heard. But we have a pool with a water slide. I'm not saying water slides are pure joy, but if you're somebody that hates fun, like you draw the line at anyone enjoying themselves, get out. Really weird thing to have invested your money in. But as we're looking at this water slide and I'm getting confused about this situation and Brent's explaining to me that his parents hate fun, we start hearing a commotion from like the living room where all of our parents are. All right, what's going on guys? On screen now is a gift card code. For those of you that don't know, I give one of these away every single video as a way to say thank you to you guys for subscribing and turning on those notifications. So if you haven't already, subscribe, turn on those noties. If you already do, then you're an absolute legend. And without further ado, let's get back to the video. But we hear this commotion from upstairs and what we hear is, you let Ryan play video games? And it's like, uh-oh, the secret is out everybody. Buddy, the family that hates fun just found out that I have fun sometimes. So Brent and I look at each other and we run back upstairs and I walk in and my mom is looking confused sitting down at like the only table in the room, right? And his mom is standing up like yelling at my mom over the table, finger in face, the whole shebang. And so my dad kind of like goes to, he doesn't push them apart, but kind of goes to like put himself between them by like leaning between them in his chair. 
and is like, all right, like, let's just calm down. What's wrong with playing video games? And I think that that's really not that bad of a sentence, but apparently Brent's dad just decided that that was too far. How dare anyone say what's wrong with video games? Because his dad hops up with the rage of just an angry WWE wrestler and goes, everything. Okay, bro, I didn't realize everything about video games was wrong, but go off. And so now my dad's getting yelled at in the face by his dad. And my dad is like, listen, dude, don't yell at me. Don't yell at my wife. Like, we're adults. Don't yell at us, which I think is more than fair if you're both adults. Even when I was a kid, like, I'm not going to let anyone scream at me, period. If you got a problem, then, like, we can talk it out. But if you think I'm going to sit here and let another grown man scream at me, you're out your mind. So whatever. Now our parents start arguing back and forth because it's like you're being disrespectful at this point like you're screaming at me like you're a in charge of me and b like we just met for the first time bro like don't yell at me don't be like everything so they're arguing back and forth and while they're arguing Brent's mom is just shrieking over and over again like a broken parrot you know how parrots just repeat one thing over and over like that was the vibe video games are for Satan video games are for Satan like over and over and his dad just keeps being like yeah 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 like a hype man dude together they're not making a a whole lot of sense they just keep saying things over and over and my parents are like trying to reason with them and be logical but that doesn't work when someone's just screaming video games are for satan and what does video games are for satan even mean like you're telling me that satan is a gamer he doesn't strike me as that type of guy i don't know him personally i've never talked to the dude never never spent time around him but i'm just going to assume that he's not spending a bunch of time on CSGO. Imagine he is just secretly a gamer dude. He's trying to talk trash. You know, he hops on the microphone after getting killed and teabagged in Call of Duty, and he's like, Iron Satan, do not attack my player character. And the entire lobby just starts roasting him back. Like, listen, man, if you are Satan, then you're absolute garbage. You're, you're an absolute donkey-tier player, dude. You're awful. You're horrible. Shut up, Satan Games 826 Who are you? Your gamer tag has more numbers in it than a phone number, boy. Like, you would just get eaten alive so whatever i love the idea that like he's just online trying to play call of duty and getting obliterated by everybody but at that point dude like the arguments just spiraled out of control it's it's really just getting intense so my dad looks at me and my mom and my mom looks at me and my dad and is like let's go so i'm not gonna argue i'm eight when my parents say go i don't have many options i can't drive myself and on top of it this was very uncomfortable so we go and we get in the car and like my parents just start ranting not that they were trying to talk trash i think they were just kind of talking to each other about how crazy that situation was but apparently they had started talking about the house you know and just trying to have conversation and they were not having it it was like pulling teeth his dad just kept bringing up video games like over and over and over again and my parents didn't really understand why he kept bringing it up. So eventually they were like, yeah, Ryan has a PlayStation and he plays games from time to time. And the second that they had said like, yeah, he plays video games from time to time. His dad had just started losing it. He was like, how dare you? Do you have any idea how bad of an influence gaming is going to be on your son? It'd be one thing if you're letting like an eight-year-old play Call of Duty, right? I can understand looking at that and being like, man, that's not fantastic parenting. Even if that is the case, A, none of your business. B, like, I just feel like arguing with somebody about how they raise their kids a really bad idea. I feel like that never goes well. But it wasn't even Call of Duty. It wasn't even a violent video game, dude. I was playing Sly Cooper. If you've never played Sly Cooper and you look it up after this video, most G-rated game of all time. Like, E for everyone to a T. The most violence in it is you smack someone with a cane. 
but it's a cartoon and you're a raccoon master thief fighting a robot owl. Like, it's very clearly a disconnect. I didn't think that that was reality. I know a lot of people that don't like video games are like, it desensitizes you to violence. At no point when I was playing Sly Cooper was I like, man, I should go hit people with a cane. That thought never crossed my mind, but whatever. So they're talking in the car back and forth and they look at me and they're like, well, is Brent like that at school? Like, how did you guys even become friends if he hates video games? And so I start to explain that he's super cool. He's not like that at all. He likes video games. He's really funny. Like, I don't know what that was. I wasn't expecting that. So my parents drop it. We go home. It was weird, but whatever. But the next day at school, I walk in and, and Brent walks in. And I look at him and I say, hey, I didn't want to have any problems. Like, I'm not going to blame him for his parents being nuts because I don't feel like he... Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. He's in charge of his parents. Like, as the kid, there's really only so much you can do if your parents aren't cool. So I just said hey to him, and he's like, hey, man, can we talk? And of course, I'm like, yeah, of course. And he just says, I'm really sorry. Like, that was crazy. I don't know what happened. And I'm not mad about it. If anything, it was, like, funny. I, I don't want to go back over to his house or anything, but, like, I don't hate him for it. And so I'm like, dude, don't even sweat it. Like, we're all good. It's, it's not bad. And I also was imagining trying to live in a house where, like, you really love something and your parents think it's the most evil thing in the planet. It's like going back to the 60s and loving rock and roll, and your parents are like, that rock and roll music's gonna turn you into a deadbeat loser. You know, it's just, th that would be unfortunate. And then he starts to tell me something that surprises me even more. He's like, I'm going to be honest with you. They weren't like this a year ago. And that's really confusing to me. You're telling me in the last year they just decided to get rid of all their furniture and start hating everything that causes joy. And he tells me that about a year ago, his dad had found this like AM radio station that broadcasted a bunch of conspiracies. And that's not bizarre. Like that's not unheard of. It's weird to listen to, but there's a ton of those. That's not uncommon. But this particular one had said that they needed to get rid of like basically everything everything they own but the radio because it was poisoning their brain and making them look at things differently and at first his dad was like this nuts but all of a sudden one day he comes home and like gets rid of everything but the couch the kitchen table and the radio and then this am radio guy starts going off about how like video games were invented by satan to try to poison the brain of like every american and the devil himself invented all video games which is a wild conspiracy theory dude but at that point if you've already thrown away all your furniture because you believe this crap maybe you're in too deep you just don't want to admit to yourself that this is starting to get weird and I didn't really realize how weird all this all was until like looking back on it later because at the time I'm eight dude I don't like it was weird then but like eight-year-olds don't care you know my reaction as he's telling me this is like whoa dude that's crazy uh, like I, what am I supposed to do I'm eight years old you want me to get your dad out of a cult I I'm not gonna do anything dude but anyways, he finishes that explanation and I'm like, yeah, that's unfortunate, but we can still be friends. It's all good. And nothing was really weird after that for that day. We're hanging out. But the next day, there was a little bit of an incident that was like, ah, all right, man. Like, I, I don't know if I can be super tight with you anymore. He comes in and hands me this envelope and it has my parents' name on it. And I'm like, what's this? And he says that his parents had written a letter to my parents and that I should give it to him. And it's sealed. I don't know what it says. And I'm like, listen, 
dude, I'm not gonna give this to my parents unless I can read it because I don't know what it says. So I'm gonna read it. And he's like, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Just give it to your parents. And I'm like, all right, like I won't do it right now, but I'm not giving this to my parents unless I read it. I was very open about it. When you get a letter from a crazy person, probably best, best, excuse me, to just like vet it first. So I don't read it at school that day. I get on the bus on the way home and I open this letter and like, boy, oh boy, was it absolutely nuts. It's the dad outlining his conspiracy. And it's been a really long time. I don't remember every detail. I remember bits and pieces, but it was basically going off about how like TV poisons your brain and turns you into a zombie. But we're not talking about like a metaphorical zombie. You know, it turns you into a zombie. You can't focus on anything. No, he was writing about how your body literally like transforms and comes back to life if you watch TV as a zombie. Somehow everyone that watches TV is a zombie and we're just all magically unaware. And even me, an eight-year-old reading it on the bus is like, well, this is nuts. This is actually bonkers. I have no clue what he's saying. So I get to the end of the letter and there's something even more surprising. He starts going off about how my parents need to know that me, Ryan, I am a werewolf, which was news to me. I wish I had some super cool powers like that. Unfortunately, I have a 100% lack of magic powers, but he starts saying that like I'm a werewolf and my parents need to understand how to, how to parent a werewolf because they're doing it wrong. And I just threw the letter away, bro. I wasn't gonna give that to my parents. Are you guys nuts? Like, oh yeah, remember that dude who was screaming at you and like almost fought you because you said video games are not Satan? He wrote a letter saying that you guys are terrible parents. We're all going to turn into real zombies. Like we're going to die and come back to life. And on top of that, I'm a werewolf. I wasn't going to give that to my parents. And I didn't like avoid Brent after that. I just kind of was like, all right, man, we're not going to be best friends anymore. And I don't blame him for having crazy parents. It's out of his control. But I didn't want to be in a situation where like I'm just constantly getting these insane letters from his dad to deliver to my parents that are delivered through Brent. Like I, I just wanted nothing to do with that. And on top of that, next year we were in different classes so we just couldn't see each other a ton anyways. But yeah, that, that's the story of Brent in video games for Satan. If you like the first story of today's video, be sure to press the like button. I've got a lot more for you guys today though, so don't leave. All right, so this next one is just something crazy that I witnessed way back in the day of the peak of like CSGO gambling, which in retrospect, I, I can't believe ever was allowed to go on as long as it did. Like at the time, don't get it twisted. I was placing skins on coin flip websites like there was no tomorrow. But in retrospect, it's like, oh, they were just encouraging gambling. For those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, CSGO is this video game, the, the one with the knife where I flip it around and slide from thing to thing. That game. And those skins have real world value. Like you can sell them for real money. And in like 2016, 2017, before it got banned, there was all these websites that popped up that were like, you can gamble and bet on CSGO games, you can bet on coin flips, but instead of using real money, you're using the skins. If you're following why this is stupid, the skins cost real money, you're just gambling with real money with extra steps where you're pretending that it's not real money. I digress though, um, my friend was super into CSGO gambling, and like I said, I had done it, it was stupid, gambling's bad, don't, don't do it. I live in Las Vegas, they keep building casinos for a reason, it's not because you're going to win at gambling. Anyways though, uh, we were in like a, a call way back then, and he's sharing his screen, and he had built himself up a pretty cool CSGO inventory, probably worth like five, six grand. And he had done all of this by, like, using coin flips. And this is everything you need to know about why gambling's horrible. Yeah, he had made five or six grand doing coin flips, but we're in this call and he starts being like, all right, I'm gonna play. So we're watching and I'm not saying anything. There's like a group of us in here and he starts gambling and he loses and he loses and he loses and he loses. And now he's down about $1,000 in the span of like 15 minutes. And I tell him, 
hey man, your luck's not that great right now, you should stop. But the other people in the call are like, no, win your money back. Worst idea on the planet. I'm not a financial advisor, okay? I've made some stupid financial decisions. Do not try to start winning your money back gambling. Like, that is how you end up in a black hole, standing on a, a subway, thinking to yourself, like, how in the world did I manage to blow my entire life savings? It's because you were chasing losses, pal. Anyways, I tell him, don't do it. Don't do it, man. Don't do it. But he starts betting like $500 on each coin flip. And pretty soon, he's down to 3000 He had managed to lose like three grand in the span of 20 minutes. And so we're telling him all now, like, stop, dude, stop. But he has that attitude of like, well, I'm going to win it back. Like, trust me, if I keep gambling, like, eventually I'll win it back. And that's just not how gambling works, dude. There's no guarantee that you're going to win the money back. The casino is very much enjoying the fact that you're giving them all their, or your money, sorry. They're not going to give it back to you, bro. And like, sure, it's a game of chance, but you get what I'm saying. If your luck is horrible, there's no reason it's going to magically become good and you're going to win a bajillion dollars. I know a lot of people will be like, well, you have a 50% chance of getting it every time. So if you do it eventually, I mean, kind of, but statistics don't really work like that. It's a 50% chance every time. The odds don't increase the longer you haven't won. The odds of winning stay the exact same. You just play the game a lot more for a lot more of a cost. Whether you spend 25 cents or $100 on a slot machine, your odds of winning the jackpot each time you pull is the same. Yes, you have more chances at winning a jackpot if you spend more money, but like if you don't win for 99 spins, it's not like that 100th spin is 100% guarantee. It's still 0.25% chance of hitting the jackpot. You've just given yourself a lot more 0.25%. Granted, this guy was doing coin flips, so it's literally heads or tails, but he's like, I'm gonna win the money back, trust. And he goes all $3,000 that he has left on a coin flip. And I literally leave because I don't even want to watch. And all of a sudden the chat starts lighting up that like, oh, he lost it, he lost it, he lost it. And I could not believe it, dude. Like, I already didn't want to gamble. But some of the stuff I've seen people do in the name of gambling has made me very sure that I don't want to dabble my foot in it even a little bit. Because he literally lost like six grand in five seconds gambling CSGO skins. In this last story time, I think you guys will enjoy Enjoy. It's from back when uh, I was in high school. And when I was in high school, I loved Call of Duty. I, I think loving Call of Duty at the time I was in high school was pretty standard. But like me and all the boys would play after school till like one in the morning. Probably not the greatest idea in retrospect. But at the time I was having a blast, man. Maybe that's why my grades were so bad. Anyways, the new Call of Duty had just come out and uh, me and a few friends decided to like fake sick to stay home and play COD. And one of our friends just skipped school. We were like, dude, just, you know, ask your mom for the day off. His mom was super cool and would let him take school off or stuff like this we were like just ask and for whatever reason he was bent on like i am just going to skip school and i'm gonna get away with it so whatever we're home and we're playing cod and we're just like in an xbox party chat talking crap doing whatever it's like 11 a.m my parents went to work i just told them i didn't feel good a lot of my friends did the same thing so we're all just playing video games having the time of our lives it was right when, uh, what was it? I can't remember what Call of Duty it was. It sucked after a while. But for the first three days, it was really fun. And we're playing, and all of a sudden, we hear him just go silent. And he's always one of the loudest guys in the party. And so someone asked, like, yo, dude, what's wrong? And all we hear is a whisper over the mic of like, I think my mom's home. And so we are laughing because it's hilarious that he thought he wasn't going to get caught. And so we're like, well, where are you? Like, you're whispering, but aren't you playing on the TV? And he tells us that he had ran and, like, hid in this closet that he had in this entertainment room in his house where they had all the blankets and stuff. And he's hiding in there trying to make sure his mom doesn't see that he's home from school to play Call of Duty. 
And so he's sitting in the closet and he has his headset on. And <laughs> we are laughing, like literally laughing because we think this is funny. And I guess his headset was up so big that like the sounds coming out of the door, like he just had it up so loud because we hear his mom being like, hello, is somebody here? And it's getting closer. And slowly but surely, we're like trying not to laugh, but we can't not laugh because the situation is so funny. Have you ever seen Silent Library? When you're not supposed to laugh, it gets a lot harder not to laugh. And so he's like, shut up. And we're like trying to shut up, but come on. And finally, we hear the door open and her just say his name. I'm going to call him Nathan for the video. Nathan, what are you doing here? And then we just hear, dumpf as like he leaves the party. And I think what he had done is, you know how on the Xbox controller, you can hold the Xbox button and turn off the console? He did that as soon as he got caught because he probably knew that he was going to get in trouble but we think it's hilarious and we keep waiting for him to get online again and he just doesn't and so the next day we go to school because you know we're not going to take all week off to play cod we go to school and we're like hey man what happened and he looks at us and he's like dude uh i don't have an xbox anymore my mom took it away for two months and snapped the disc of call of duty because i had stayed home from school to play it and obviously that sucks i'm not saying that's the greatest thing on the planet but like i i don't know what you really expect your parents to do in that situation they come home and you're skipping school to play call of duty they probably would not want you to play call of duty anymore but something about the fact that he was like trying to hide and, and keep it low-key while sitting in a closet and like telling us to shut up was hilarious. You know what it reminded me of? Have you ever seen the first Pirates of the Caribbean where the pirates are coming and she's like hiding in the closet and then Captain Barbosa looks through the lock and he's like, hello, Polly. Similar to that, except without real stakes of being kidnapped by pirates. Just your mom getting mad at you because you're dumb and trying to stay home from school to play Call of Duty. But uh, yeah, anyways, guys, I think that's going to do it for the video. Hopefully you enjoyed. This was a longer one, so if you enjoyed it, I'd really appreciate y'all taking a second to press the like button. Let me know in the comment section down below what your like craziest gaming story time is. I am curious. I know everybody that watches this channel probably at least plays some video games. At least I'm guessing. Maybe not. But if you got one, let me know in the comments section down below. And of course, if you're new, subscribe. Turn on those notifications. I post videos often and I'd really appreciate the support. If you really want to help me out, I do post these on a as a podcast, excuse me, on Apple, Spotify, wherever you watch podcasts. So you can check them out on there. And there's also the merch store down below. If you scroll, it'll show you all the merch I got. Feel free to check that out. But uh, yeah, on that note, guys, don't get anyone pregnant. If you do, make sure they're hot and I'll see you guys next time. I'm out. Peace.